Hello everybody to this very special episode of London Beyond Time and Place. We're here in the wonderful Ten Bells pub in Spitalfields, right, basically right in the area uh, of Jack the Ripper and some of his victims were said to have drunk here. My guest today is the wonderful Elva Trill, uh, an Irish actress and musician who's known for several TV, not only TV, several films, TV series, and we're going to talk about some of these things in a minute. Uh, she's also a vocalist, if I'm right, of uh, The City and Us, correct me if I'm wrong. And um, so, as I said, we're here in the Ten Bells, right in the heart of Spitalfields. So I g I'm going to have to start with a Ripper Street question, because Eva was one of the guest leads in the second episode of Ripper Street, Season two, Am I Not Monstrous? I think that's what the episode was called. So, uh, Eva, what was shooting Ripper Street like? And thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Ripper Street was great. It was one of my first jobs, and uh, I didn't have an agent at the time, so it was very much uh, very exciting to have been cast by Louise Kiley and getting to work with the whole cast was just so exciting. I was young, you know, it was like one of my first things, and it was... It was dark, and there was kind of meat on the bones of the character, and um, yeah, that's the type of show that I like to watch, so it was nice to be in it. <laughs> so do I. Did you, did you get to meet any of the other cast members? I think, you, yeah, you did. You had this, this scene in the, in the morgue, right? I, I was just re-watching the episode yeah. before we did our interview. So yeah, funnily enough, being my first you know, professional job on TV, I was a corpse in one of the scenes, uh, so I you know, corpse don't wear clothes. And uh, I, I, yeah, I was in the scene with the three leads of the show. And uh, you can imagine what that was like. <laughs> but it was good, you know, it was good. It was kind of like, okay, this, I'm going to do this professionally and these things are going to come up. So might as well be dead, my first one. <laughs> start, with a, start with a bang. Start with a bang. I, th I think it was a good start. Um, so yeah, I already said, once again, we're in the Ten Bells in Spitalfields, and if I'm correct, you now live in the exact same area. I Is that right? I live in the pub. No, you live in the pub, yeah. <laughs> I think there's worse, worse places to live. No, I live very close by. I live in Brick Lane. Okay, yeah. But you're from Ireland, and I think you moved here quite recently, right? Yeah. So uh, what's it like to live here? It's great. It's really great. I lived here um, a couple of years ago and was home for the whole COVID process. Um, but coming back after that, it was quite different in terms of East London has seemed to have, you know, changed and developed uh, to be kind of the cooler place now. It wasn't like that kind of nine years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, to, to go from the country in Ireland for like the last two years with the restrictions and everything to being back here and all the restrictions are lifted. Um, it was insane at the, at the beginning. It's like, whoa, I can go in here without a mask on? This is, you know, a big deal. But it's great. And obviously doing the acting and the music here, there's so much opportunities. I used to have to take flights very early in the morning to get over here to do like a 20-minute recall with a director, whereas now it's not such a big deal. You know, I can just get up at whatever time and mosey in and just, you know, spend the 20 minutes and then go have dinner. <laughs> There's no flights and trains and planes and automobiles and stuff. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, I can imagine that's, that's quite nice, yeah. Is it, um, do you also feel the, because I just told you before the interview started, uh, now that I'm back, I feel it's quite, quite hectic, a bit like you know, 
very very fast and you just yeah. actually you just run to survive in a way. Do you do you feel the same? It's definitely uh, you have to adjust. And you have the yeah. police all of the time. You you hear the police. I think it was one of the most common noises here. Yeah, absolutely, and there's very colorful characters here too. Like there, you you really can't walk ten feet without interacting with somebody that's kind of like really out there in some way, shape, or form, which is great. Entertainment-wise, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why East London? Was there was something special about this place, or was it just uh, because, yeah? I asked my, so I've got some friends here, and I have people who, who um, are in the music industry, and they were saying that there's sort of like, some, there's something about East London in terms of the music scene and sort of the artistic scene, sort of, it's thriving. And so in terms of, you know, being well connected um, by tubes and everything, you're, you're kind of, I, I feel like it's a community here. You know, especially Brick Lane on a weekend. I mean, you literally are um, seeing bands out busking or you're seeing like the new fashion trends like right there on your doorstep. And it's, it's not hugely expensive. Like it's expensive, but it's not like the West, for example. So you're kind of getting the best of everything, yeah. I feel like. It's also my, my favorite area. I told you that before. So, yeah. Kind of here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, because it is the area of, of Ripper Street, yeah. when, you sh when you shot Ripper Street, when you did that, have you been familiar with the history of, of Ripper Street a bit or not at all? I was at the time. <laughs> I definitely remember looking it up at the time. Uh, my mum actually came over to visit uh, a couple of days ago and we were going to do the Ripper tour, but it, we didn't in the end. I'm sad I didn't now. I'd have loads of facts for you. But do you have facts? Tell me them all. <laughs> oh, yes, I have. I can do a Ripper tour with you, but I think your mom's gone now. So gone, gone. next time, yeah. next time, yeah. <laughs> but I could, I could tell you a lot of facts. I think in the episode that you did there was also The Elephant Man, right? Yeah. Played by, let me see before I say it wrong, Joseph, actor Joseph Drake in this, uh, in this wonderful uh, makeup. Very, very, uh, yeah, just like the, the elephant man J Joseph Merrick used to look like. Uh, have, did you have scenes with him? I'm, I'm not quite sure. I didn't, but I met him on the set. And I just remember thinking, for someone that had so much prosthetic work done, what he, in terms of emotion, what he was able to uh, get across was sort of incredible. Yeah. It was all in the eyes, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a good, it's a good actor. Definitely, yeah. So... Enough of Ripper Street. Maybe you can tell us a bit uh, about your career in general, how your career started, and yeah, maybe just how you became an actress. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, I always, I always liked the idea of being an actor. Um, but the, I think where it truly began was when I went for an audition. It wasn't through a casting agent. We, I didn't have an agent at the time either. <clears throat> so I remember myself and my friend David Sullivan from Galway, we saw this thing on the internet, and it was show up. It was for um, a, a TV show called Amon Gaher, which is like in the name of the father, and there was three parts to it. And so it was a, based on a woman called Josephine Brown, who basically wor worked for, um, well, who did she work for? She was working with, with Britain, but she was also going against her own people during the the troubles <laughs> um, but she wanted to get her children back because her in-laws wouldn't give them back to her because she left her husband and the in-laws took them but anyway um, went to the audition with my friend we got lost several times we couldn't find the place it was pissing rain and I just remember my friend saying I think this is a sign we shouldn't go like we're already late like they're definitely not going to let us in and I was like no 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 let's keep trying to find this place this is before like sat nav you know Anyway, we eventually get there. They're about to close the doors, and they let us in, and we did the audition, and we both got roles in the show. 
and it was from that that we kind of springboarded um, to being able to, you know, at least have something to show a casting director. To be like, if you're, you know, please think of me for something. And then that led to Ripper Street, weirdly. And then Ripper Street led to me getting signed in Ireland and it's just kind of steadily gone from there. And when I say steady, I mean steady. Like <laughs> nothing has ever like bang, you know, kind of come out of nowhere. It's very steady and maybe that's a good thing. I think it is. I think it is yeah. a good thing. And as you said, it's steady and, and in terms of the steadiness, there's, you know, you, you move up the ladder. There's some progression. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> progression. Some of which we're not allowed to talk about that much, but next year you'll see. Next, yeah, next time we talk, we'll talk. Yeah, right, next time. Um, I think it's Troubled Times, right? The, the where you play Josephine Brown, I think that's the, isn't that the, the English title? Absolutely, yes, you're right, yeah. 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 I think uh, I read about that. So, um, you also played in Line of Duty, I think, for a couple of episodes. I did, it was funny because, I, I mean, it was, um, you're not supposed, as an actor, you're told not to say it was a small part, because there's no small parts, right? But actually, it turned out to mean an awful lot more to me than on paper, you know, in terms of being able to, because it's such a beloved show, so, you know, when somebody sees that you've kind of been involved in that, it's a night, you know, they kind of go, oh, yeah, I know that one. It's kind of the only one that people really know at, for, for a while when it's the most popular thing. Um, but it's such a good show. Like, it was so fun to be on it. I wasn't on it for very long, but it was incredibly fun. Yeah. I just remember laughing an awful lot. There's an actor called My Michael Stobart, and I, any day that I was working with him, I had a so sore face from laughing. Like, he's just so funny. Maybe he'll watch it and, uh, yeah, he'll remember. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, what was what is your, your latest project? Was, what was the latest thing that people could see you in that we're allowed to talk about? There's a movie that I worked on in Cyprus uh, with a director called Francesco Cinquemani. It's called The Ghosts of Monday, and it stars Julian Sands. Um, so that isn't out yet, but that is coming out soon. And uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was so fun. I mean, being over in Cyprus, and so it was... Um, shooting while a lot of the restrictions were still very much um, in practice in Ireland. So to have been able to go and do that in a really lovely climate with really lovely actors. Um, and I play, I play a sound engineer on a movie set. <laughs> so that took a bit of practice. I, I underestimated how much work that is, you know. I mean, you're, you literally have to hold this thing over your head the entire time, not get seen. Mm -hmm walk very lightly, tread lightly, don't walk in front of the camera, don't distract the actors. I was like, whoa, this is a big deal. And it is holding a big heavy pole the whole time. So yeah, major respect to the sound engineers out there. <laughs> major respect, yeah, it must, must have been funny you playing that and there were some of the real guys standing exactly. behind the camera. And I was watching them when, in the scenes when the camera wasn't on me and if they would kind of move their hand a certain way, I would do the same, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure, yeah, you could just look at them and, and do exactly the same yeah. thing, yeah. Um, I think you're also in Starstruck, which came out this year, is that right? Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? It's actually not aired yet. It's going to be on um, BBC Three, I think. And that was great. That was really, really fun to work on. Again, it was, uh, it's one episode, um, but I watched the first season and I loved it. It was so funny. Uh, the writers are phenomenal and the actors are great and... Yeah, I had a really good time on it. It's shot here. It's shot in London, too. So okay, it was yeah. the first. It was actually, when I got cast, it was kind of like my, my sign that it was time to move back here. You know? I understand. Yeah. So I said, look, I'll go over with the job, and then I'll stay. <laughs> was it a good decision so far? Very much so, yeah. 
very good. Uh, I already mentioned it that you're also a singer. Maybe you can tell us a bit about, uh, yeah, the city and us and you as a singer, Elba. Yeah. I've been singing for a long time, um, but the bands are quite new. I mean, we really got things going pre, pre-COVID, and obviously that that was a little kind of time where we all had, you know, chill time and time to relax. We wrote lyrics. There's lots of songs have been written now. We just were in the process of putting them out. So um, the first single drops on November 1st. So we're very excited. Yeah, yeah. and we love this song. You know, I think. You know, you know, you you kind of have a lot more love for some songs than others, and this I just have a lot of faith in this one. So hopefully you like it. I'll let you know when it's properly out there. I, I think I'm gonna like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna uh, write a uh, when we release the interview. I'm gonna gonna put a link oh, okay. so that people can listen to it. So um, can you tell us a bit what a bit about what you're currently working on and what your next projects are? Well, with the band, we are organizing with the release of the single and then we have two more songs after that that we're going to release um we've got really good management here in in london which helps as well um we have a our manager is uh chris and he's in he's just chris keown put him in there um i will he's he's uh, he's great and so he has this trajectory plan for us now and everything's on on track so far so um i'm also doing some solo music it's nice actually because coming over here I found this community of um, musicians, weirdly through a rock bar that I went to one night, met like one person, and from that I found out that this person has like their own uh, music store on Denmark Street. And so now we go in, I don't know, it's called 6060 Sounds is the name of the record store. Yeah. And um, they br basically like bring you in to sort of do like some sessions and you know, kind of you know, talk to them about music and stuff like that. So. That's been like the nicest thing about being back here is that you have that creative community that you can kind of find yourself in. Yeah. And that's now led to doing some solo music with, with them. So um, on the acting front, there's, uh, yeah, there's a couple of nice little things. <laughs> it's such, such an annoying answer. We, we can edit things out in the aftermath if, okay. we, if, if, we, if you say too much. Okay. Um, well, yes, I do have a movie that's coming out in June of next year um, called Jurassic World Dominion, but it's, again, a small part. And I, I, know that, I know that my mom will be listening. Did you stress that it's a small part? I'm like, yes, I did, I did, I did. I do. But you're in it. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be great. And I am excited to, to, to tell the story of how that came about because that kind of supersedes the actual being in it. It's like how that happened was so mad that, um, yeah, um, when it's all out and I can share that, it'd be nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear that story. Uh, you're going to have to tell us then. Uh, so when can we listen to your solo music? That's a good question. I'm, I'm hoping to have something out by December. Let's hope that that, that happens. But um, with the band, it's more now on track. Like that kind of is the main priority. So it's more of my, I don't know, like a passion project to do the song myself or whatever, do a couple of songs. So it's, it's a little bit heavier. You know, it's kind of taken some um, influence from darker music. Actually, Rammstein is an influence. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's so funny because when you say that to someone from Germany, they're like, meh. <laughs> but they're so big in other places. They, yeah, they, they are. They are, they are. I mean, they're 
very big in Germany. Yeah. I, I've seen them live once. Uh, it was was. Uh, life? No, actually, it didn't. Actually, it was. Um, uh, I was a bit surprised because I was quite close to to the stage, and I thought, yeah, I got a lot of heat, and I got a lot of fake sperm when he did the when he did the 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 penis thing, the the cannon. Yeah, the highlight. We all wanted that. We were, were waiting for that. And uh, but I, yeah, I absolutely love them. But I was surprised because I ex expected to, when the show starts, to be like, you know, metal shows and, and rock shows to move around. But we're just everybody was just standing on the, in the same spot and going like, yeah. and sing along. That's so true. That's so true. I think it's the military beat, right? That it doesn't lend itself to the crazy. Um, mosh pit, but it does lend itself to like standing firm and kind of yeah, singing along or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. That's that's it. So yeah, I'm excited to hear that. A bit of a Rammstein influence in with with your voice. I think that could be nice. Yeah. That's the dream. Imagine going on tour with Rammstein. If you ever need a drummer in Germany, let me know. I do. I, uh, I play in a, right now I play in a stoner rock band called Pariah Lord. So yeah, maybe we'll get in touch. Send that on to me. I will, yeah. We, we just recorded an album, but it's going to come out next year. But I will let you know. What's the name of the album, do you know? Yes, but I'm not going to say that <laughs> also, because... You're doing now. You're not telling the whole information. No, I'm not. Yeah. But we're a band. We're three guys. So I have to, I have to respect them, and, and I can't just tell the, uh, the, the rest, uh, the title of the album. Okay, Elva, uh, thanks for taking the time to, to join me here for a pint in this wonderful location in the Ten Bells pub uh, and to talk to us about Ripper Street and your career and your music. And uh, yeah, cheers, Elva. Thank you very much. I would cheers you, but I don't have one yet, but I'll get one. I think it's bad luck to cheers. Then we shouldn't do it. We'll do a little slauncher.